This is Rama for Today. Be ye kind one to another. Isn't that strange that the Holy Ghost, that God, the Holy Ghost, would have to write to a church and tell them to be kind to one another? Well, he knew folks are human then just like they are now. They let their flesh dominate them. They let their natural human reasoning dominate them, their minds. Be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted. Now, you can be that way because we just read from Ezekiel and from Jeremiah's prophecy that God said, I'll take that old stony heart out of you, put a new heart, new spirit in you. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on love, the way to victory. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Someone, kinfolk, did me wrong, and I just said to myself, see my mind not renewed with the word, and this is what gets people in trouble. I said, well, I'll give them the old treatment, just mark them off my list. Won't speak to them again, long as day I live. But a few days later, I saw them coming down the street. I was uptown. I saw them coming towards me. Now the thought flashed in my mind to give them the old treatment. I started to cross the street in the middle of the block, keep from meeting them. I thought about turning my back on them. But something in here rose up. No one told me to do it, but I just did it automatically. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5:14, the love of Christ constraineth us. That love of Christ is the love of God. It's in it. it does what? Constrains us. Something inside me constrained me. And I listened to it. And instead of turning my back on them, and instead of crossing the street in the middle of the block, I went to meet them, reached my hand out to shake hands with them, did take their hand and shake hands with them and said to them, uh, I want you to know that I love you. I'm speaking out of my heart, not my head. My head wanted to knock them in the head. <laughs> I'm not talking about the flesh. Paul said, I keep under my body. Now, some people think that just refers to sexual sins. Well, of course it refers to sexual sins, but that means other sins too. I keep under my body. That means you keep your tongue under and you don't go talking about somebody and finding fault with people and peddling uh, slander. And that means you keep the flesh under because in your body, you've still got that old nature, that old Adamic nature in your flesh. Your spirit's new. But your flesh wants to, you hit me, I'll hit you. You spit on me and I'll spit on you. I won't let you get by with that. And that's where carnal Christians are, you see. But we need to let the love of God constrain us. And so I said to this, this, this uh, relative, I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know that I'm praying for you. I want you to know that if it would help you any, I'd just get out on my knees right here on the sidewalk. See, right down the main, main part of town. I'd just get on my knees here and kiss your feet. And you know, when I said that to that person, they started crying and knelt down, grabbed my hands, laid on head and said, pray for me. I mean, right on the street. Said, pray for me. My God, Ken, I need it. Well, they did. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Love never fails. Love never fails. 
I said, love never fails. You'll see that. We'll get to it eventually in that 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, you remember. Love never fails. It's always victorious. Amen. Amen. And that love's been a shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. I remember when Dub had just gotten to the Lord and he was just a baby Christian. But I, <laughs> I remember that uh, we were there in Dallas holding a meeting and and I, I always took care of my mother's business and I'm, I'm preaching twice a day, teaching in the morning, preaching at night. And so uh, uh, he said, well, I'm going up there and I, I'll, I'll tend to it for you. You won't have to go. So he went up to McKinney, 32 miles north of Dallas and got into it. And uh, like to God whip, I mean, it's a, if he had to change some, he, he would have whipped somebody because they really got on him, but he just said, well, I'll tell you one thing, you better be glad I'm not like I was because I'd already have you whipped. And they'd threaten to whip him, but said, if you do get on me, I'm gonna do my best to get you off of me and you just better pray that I won't hurt you in doing it. <laughs> so he come back and I said, well, did you tend to the business? No, I didn't get attended to. I said, well, I will, you better not go up there, man, they'll, they'll get you. I said, no, they won't. And so I, I went up the day or two. Well, I got there. My, see, Grandpa was right about 90 and right at the point of death, and they're already squabbling, some of them over, about who's going to get what. And some of them always felt like, because I went to live with my grandparents on my mother's side when I was nine years old. My grandmother always called me her boy. And some of the rest of them was afraid I'm going to put in for a child's part of the estate, you see. And, and uh, so uh, I, I remember my aunt lived right next door, Aunt Bamary, so she called me out. And I'll tell you, she is just a ranting and a raving. And I never said a word. Never said a word. Never even opened my mouth. I just on the inside of me said, thank God the love of God's in me, in me is bigger than the hatred that's in her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I, so she's just a ranting and a raving, just a going on. I'll tell you, saying some awful things. And, and so she looked up at me suddenly and looked away and looked back again. And, and then her mouth was working, but she wasn't saying anything. <laughs> never said a word. I guess she saw the expression on my face of love. I never said a word. She grabbed my, knelt down on the ground, grabbed my hand and laid it on her head and said, Ken, pray for me. Said, well, you know, we all need prayer. I said, yeah, I know it. <laughs> and just start praying. Love always wins. I said, love always wins. Yes. I said, love always wins. Yes. And that's our way. That's the way of the new covenant. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so then she called her husband. He came in, you know, and I knew, I knew what he was talking about. He wasn't talking about some of the rest of them. He's talking about what he's going to do. He's just feeling me out to see what I was going to do. And he said to me, you know, it's awful. Poor old dad laying there right at the point of death, just about to die and already squabbling about what's go, who's going to get what. In fact, he said, I'll tell you right now, I know this to be a fact, that some of the family have already, they're just ready. As soon as he's died, they're going to file suit and they're going to try to take everything away from your poor old mama. What are you going to do about it? I knew he is the one that's going to do it. Why, well, I said, I want you to know something. I've got to step a little closer. I've got some inside information. And I want you to know that I'm ready for it. You are? I said, yes, sir. I'm ready. 
I'll tell you, he's counting the chain. He said, I'll tell you one thing, I'm going to see that Lily gets her part. Since Grandpa died, they jumped over backwards trying to get, you know, what do you want? Be sure you get your part. See, the inside information I had is greater he's in me than he is in them. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, amen. Love always wins. Now notice, be ye kind one to another. Isn't that strange that the Holy Ghost, that God, the Holy Ghost, would have to write to a church and tell them to be kind to one another? Well, he knew folks are human then just like they are now. They let their flesh dominate them. They let their natural human reasoning dominate them, their minds. Be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted. Now, you can be that way because we just read from Ezekiel and from Jeremiah's prophecy that God said, I'll take that old stony heart out of you, put a new heart, new spirit in you. And it's tender-hearted. Amen, not hard-hearted, tender-hearted. Now, notice, forgiving See, God is love. And the scripture said, God said, I will not remember thine iniquities. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Love said, I'll not remember thine iniquities. Forgiving one another, even as God. We can forgive just as God forgives. Now, why can't we? Because the same kind of love that God is dwells in us. Hallelujah. See, he not only tells us to love one another, but he furnishes the love for us to love one another with. He's not talking about natural human love. Natural human love is selfish. Natural human love will turn to hatred overnight. Amen? But divine love is not selfish. It's not self-seeking. I remember a number of years ago, my wife and I accepted the pastorate, actually June of 1939, little church there in North Texas. And we preached on Sunday there in the church and then went away to a convention, or I did at least. She stayed home because that was just a little, a little bit, about three months before Ken was born. And so uh, then we preached the second Sunday there of June 1939, this pastor. And on Monday then started getting what few belongings we had moving into the parsonage. You know, they had a little parsonage there. We told talking about 1939, late depression days, you know, nobody had much. Uh, we had one chair and one apple box to sit on. You know, they had a, a wooden apple crates. My wife sat in the chair and I sat on the apple box to eat. Yeah. And we put out, you know, what little bit we had. One or two uh, plates that was cracked and I think a fork or two. And we didn't have much. Didn't take long to unpack it, really. <laughs> Amen. And uh, that's the way we got started. Some folks want to start on top. You don't do that. You start climbing the ladder on the bottom rung and climb up. Amen. If you're not willing to do that, you'll never make it. I know ministers, some are going to be with the Lord now. Some are still alive, old as I am and older. Sat around Dallas there for years, said to me, 
Kenneth said, if you run across any big churches that's open, let me know. They wanted to start on the top. Well, I ran across some big churches, but I didn't let them know they'd never pastored anything. They couldn't make a success pastored. You can't make success pastoring a big church if you haven't pastored a little church. Amen. Amen. That's absolutely the truth. Well, you see, they never made it. They never made it. They died. And some of them still alive, 75, 80 years old, never done anything, never done anything. And going to have to give an account unto God for the call of God on their life. Amen. Right. For the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's two-CD set called How to Know the Will of God. Next is Kenneth Hagan's CD entitled A Place Called There. And last but not least, Lynette Hagan's book God's Positioning System. All three resources are for the special price of $16.50. That's 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And we are enrolling oh, yes. for Rama Bible for Training Rayma, College. Yes. yes, for the fall as well as the spring. So right. go to rbtc.org, apply online there today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Love the Way to Victory. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.